Welcome back to the Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. It's Christmas in July. I well, love it. I'm almost. here for it. <laughs> Soon enough, it's Christmas in July. Like in what? A week or a week and a half? Ish. Close to Close it. enough. Close enough. I may or may not be listening to Christmas music in order to start working on Christmas programming already, too. Well, yes. So. That's definitely a thing. <laughs> <laughs> and why not start looking at things you might share during the Christmas season as well? Maybe a gift you might want to give. Absolutely. Joining us today, we have Ruth Meyer. She's author of N is for Nativity, Christmas from A to Z from Concordia Publishing House. Ruth, welcome back to the Coffee Hour. Thanks so much for having me. I think last time we talked was the Texas Lutheran Writers Roundup. Oh, yeah. So it's been a minute since we talked. Yeah. Good to catch up with you again and talk about something that you've written. I'm so excited about this. Mm-hmm. So you also wrote Our Faith from A to Z, in which you introduce young children and their families to important words of our faith. Your, your newest book now is N is for Nativity, and you give us words for the Christmas story Mm -hmm. and the incarnation. Where did the idea begin for this Christmas book? Actually, it was pretty soon after I had written Our Faith from A to Z, and I was kind of on a roll thinking in terms of alphabet books or whatever. And I did actually write up the poem for it pretty early on, probably within a couple months after I had written Our Faith from A to Z. And I printed it out and I gave it to some family members and friends and stuff kind of as a gift, but also for feedback, (laughs) just to kind of see like what works here and what doesn't, does any of it not make sense, whatever. And I kind of put it away for a while and just, I was working on other things and different books and whatever. And then about last year, around this time, probably, I thought, I think I still have that N is for Nativity poem that I wrote. Maybe I should dust that off and work up an actual proposal to send to CPH. And so here we are today. I love alphabet books, just putting that out there. When I read to my nieces and nephews, I am absolutely there for alphabet books. So I love that you have Mm -hmm. this alphabet book for Christmas. I will be putting this on a list for the kiddos in my life for sure. (laughs) What ages did you write this book for? Who is this for? Well, definitely the poem is for younger kids, preschool on up. But I mean, like incarnation is a pretty big word. And so I feel like even middle schoolers and I don't know, maybe even adults could get benefit from that. There's a glossary at the end. It's just like two or three sentences for each word to kind of give a little bit more background, a couple Bible references and things like that for the adults and stuff. So I kind of hope that people of all ages will use it. Mm -hmm. And the artist did an outstanding job with the illustrations. Oh, it's wonderful. Yes. I love the illustrations. Yes. Yeah. Megan Penley, I think, is that right? Did the illustration. So thanks to the artist for the great illustrations. Yes, Dude, just sure. brought those words to, to great images. So speaking of alphabet books, mm-hmm. I was thinking about this too. Like sitting down and writing a book mm. using the alphabet as the structure to me seems a bit daunting. <laughs> what, what do you find challenging or rewarding about using the alphabet as the structure for your book? It is challenging in some regards because... What what I do first is I just yeah I write out the whole alphabet A to Z and then I just brainstorm and put words or concepts next to each of the letters and invariably S and T will have like twenty options and then mm. ones like X and Z will have like zero <laughs> so yeah. it's like okay how do you pick like which S should I use and can I maybe change one of these S or T words to something that starts instead with an X or a Z or that's that's pretty challenging but like once I have that down. I really like the structure of it because I'm a very 
logical person in terms of my thinking. And so it makes a lot of sense to me. Like there's got to be one term or concept for each letter of the alphabet. And now I've got to make that into a poem that rhymes, that fits the meter. It's all very structured. I know exactly where I am in the process. It's not just like, oh, I'm maybe 30% done. It's like, I've got 13 letters done. I know exactly where I am in this process. So for me, for my the logical side of my brain, it really works out well. And I, I honestly love it. I, I don't want to necessarily just do alphabet books, but I definitely could do a couple more and not be upset about that. <laughs> so. I feel like there's a lot of opportunity for different alphabet books. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Well, and that that was the other thing about the Christmas one. Like at first you're kind of like, oh, there's so many children's books out there for Christmas. Why do we need another one on the market? And I looked up for like specific alphabet books for Christmas for kids. And a lot of them that I found were either like S's for Santa or kind of a mixture of like A could be for angels, but then T is just tree or kind of like quasi religious, but not explicitly religious. And so I'm like, there is actually kind of a gap there in the children's books for Christmas that for an actual religious alphabet book. So hopefully this will fill that gap. Yeah, I think so. It's it's wonderfully done. I'm Thank I'm you. curious <clears throat> what you used for the letter Q. <laughs> oh, actually this one was super easy because it was coordinates. I thought so. <laughs> Beautiful. Yes, I know. Thankfully, we did have a guy with the letter Q starting his name. Otherwise, that would have been tricky. Yep. <laughs> so where does this fit in with uh, the rest of the books that you've written for kids? Well, so I was thinking about this earlier. That our Faith from A to Z is written explicitly for a Lutheran audience. Like, C is for catechism and M is Martin Luther. Like it's obviously a Lutheran book for Lutheran kids, which is great. We, there was a gap in the market at the time for that too. And, but then this one is a lot, I mean, it's the Christmas story. It's taken right out of the Bible and the Christmas story is biblical. I mean, it's not specifically Lutheran. And so I think this one is maybe a little bit more broad reaching, if that makes sense. Like a Baptist wouldn't necessarily buy our faith from A to Z, although they could and benefit from it. But I think they would buy and it's for nativity because it's the Christmas story. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if you want to find out what word she used for X, you just have to find you have to get the book. I know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to find out what happens next, read the book, like all the book reports we used to do in, as kids. <laughs> oh, yes. The preview doesn't doesn't give you past end, so I'm I'm, oh, I'm hanging here. Okay, yeah. all right. <laughs> I may or may not have had a media preview copy. Yeah, I don't have ah. a media preview. Copy. <laughs> a perk of the job. <laughs> so, who do you picture sitting down to read this book with in about six months or so? Yes. Well, I may or may not already have read it to my kids. Because, I mean, it, Christmas in July has a nice ring to it. So, but yeah, definitely my kids and the kids in my weekday school class. I'm definitely going to be working on that with them. And I would love to do kind of like a book reading tour of area Lutheran grade schools and go around and just have a 20 minutes in the afternoon and read to them and a- answer questions and stuff. And so hopefully that will pan out. I know December is a crazy busy time. So if I can schedule it enough in advance, maybe that'll work out. <laughs> For sure. So you did include a glossary in this, which I think is a really cool mm-hmm. addition. So we've got the poem, but also the glossary. What does the glossary right. add to this book? 
So there's definitely some Bible references back there so that if people are like, wait, hold on, what was that from? You can look in the back and say, oh, Matthew 2, 22 or whatever. And then it gives a little bit of background, like, for example, the word Advent, which I think is the coolest coincidence that it works out that Advent was A because that's kind of how we start. <laughs> Technically, it's not Christmas, but it leads up to it. So, but you know, it says it comes from the Latin word adventus, which means coming. And so, just kind of little tidbits like that that are like, oh, that's where we get that word. So, that will help explain things to, like I said, kids and hopefully adults too. Yeah, think of all the 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 conversations that can come out of reading this book together as a family too. Sitting down and and introducing new words, as I pointed out earlier, you you introduce great vocabulary of our faith in your previous book, um, mm-hmm. Our Faith from A to Z. And you do the same with this book as well, introducing for many, for little ones especially, introducing right. these great words of the Christmas story of our mm-hmm. faith, which, which can lead to great conversations as well. Just to spending, now maybe you're not going to make it through the whole alphabet in one right. night, depending on <laughs> if your child is like mine and has <laughs> lots of questions throughout the book, you might have to read just a few letters each mm-hmm. night. Yeah. So maybe make it the whole month of December. Yeah, like that's it, right. <laughs> One letter a great a night. Advent activity. That's yeah, true. you could make like an advent chain with that, actually. Yes. Like start it on what, I guess, November 30th and just do one yeah. letter for each day of Christmas or of December, rather. You're so. welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> I love that idea. <laughs> Well, Ruth, where can we find this book and other books that you've written? Where can we find more from Ruth Meyer? Well, definitely CPH, either in store or cph.org. All my books, including the non-CPH ones, are on Amazon. And my website is ruthmeyerbooks.com. And they're all listed there with links to where you can buy them. And Meyer is (laughs) M-E-Y-E-R. Correct. Yes, that's a good distinction to make. There's lots of ways to spell Meyer. (laughs) (laughs) RuthMeyerBooks.com. Ruth, thank you so much for this and helping me get some Christmas shopping done early this year. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I hope that your your book reading tour this this fall, this winter goes well as well. Thanks for spending some time with us on the Coffee Hour. You can find find N is for Nativity at cph.org. Ruth Meyer, author of N is for Nativity, Our Faith from A to Z as well. Thanks so much for being our guest on the Coffee Hour today. Thank you for having me. You are listening to the Coffee Hour. I'm going to go do some Christmas shopping. I'm Andy Bates. <laughs> I'm Sarah Golseth. The Coffee Hour with Andy and Sarah is a production of KFUO. To support the Coffee Hour and KFUO Radio, visit KFUO.org. You can also text KFUO to 41444 or send an email to gifts at KFUO.org. And you can call us at 800-844-0524. KFUO. Christ for you, anytime, anywhere. At Concordia University, Wisconsin, we believe you were created for a reason, to use your God-given gifts to help others, to live a life of self-sacrifice in a me-first world, to live a life that's uncommon. Whether you're taking one of 50-plus online programs or learning with us in person on the shores of Lake Michigan, you'll be equipped to make an uncommon impact. Learn more at cuw.edu. Concordia University, Wisconsin. Live uncommon.